Welcome to the Gather Houston podcast. We are a Christian community practicing the way of Jesus in all parts of life and for the good of all people. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace, um, my Gather family. Uh, I'm excited to be here uh, again, kind of walking through our Lenten series. Um, as I was praying this week, uh, there were a couple things that came to mind as I thought about uh, this this gathered community. Um, and, and, and one of those things uh, really had to do with the welcoming of the Spirit of God. Uh, and just to maybe give a praise report, and, and now that I get to be a part of this community, when we first stepped in, uh, we immediately felt the Spirit of God, and by we, my wife and my family, uh, present here. Uh, as we met people, as we uh, had conversations, we, we immediately felt the welcoming of God in this space, that there was a desire for more. There's a desire for Jesus to lead the way, for Rabbi Jesus to maybe illuminate our eyes, and that there was a space where there was a, uh, that it was a clear presence of the love of God. And so I just want to encourage you, uh, now that I get to be uh, a pastor and, and a friend um, within this community, uh, that I'm grateful for where we're headed. I'm grateful for the humility in this community. I'm grateful uh, for each and every one of you and your stories. So as we journey uh, through this, this season of Lent, as we continue to onto uh, the, the space where uh, Easter, Resurrection Sunday, comes to uh, be and comes to fruition, I want you to know that I, I believe as we practice the way of Jesus that we are headed to the way of life and love. And so Lent is this uh, imagery. The imagery is supposed to give is the 40-day fast that Jesus undertook in the wilderness. And, and for us, through this dedicated period of self-examination, we allow God to shape us, to shape the parts of us that maybe we were too busy to rest and slow down and even realize needed fixing, <laughs> needed shaping, needed loving. And Lent reminds us of our limitations, right? our inevitable deaths, that we are vulnerable. No matter how smart, no matter how strong, we are vulnerable. And as we have figured out through the pandemic and some of us prior to and some of us in this season, that life is short and fleeting. But the purpose of this reminder is not to lead us into rituals and self-flagellation in which we endeavor to sacrifice evermore to demonstrate our worthiness. It is instead a call to repentance, to turn away from those things that pull us away from loving as God loves. Just as we prepare for uh, events in our life, such as Weddings, graduations, new job promotions, celebrations, whatever it might be, anniversaries, right? Lent invites us to make our minds and hearts ready for remembering Jesus' life, death, and bodily resurrection. And so in this Lenten season, I uh, 
really under undertook a new practice. I, I decided to uh, create this rhythm where I would walk through the Shema, which is a uh, Jewish, ancient Jewish prayer uh, that that talked about uh, loving God and who Yahweh was. And so I, I decided, hey, I'm, I'm just going to start this new practice and do it twice a day. And if you didn't know, uh, like I just said, the Shema is an ancient prayer uh, of the Israelites. And it really became a prayer that was twice, three times, maybe even four times uh, with, that you would do daily uh, within Judaism. It was so widely practiced that Jesus would have grew up doing it. That Jesus actually talked about it in Mark 12. That the uh, Pharisees uh, would ask him, you know, what what is the greatest commandment, Jesus? And Jesus uh, quoted the Shema. And then also he said, the second is love your neighbor as yourself. So love God and love people was kind of what Jesus was about. And so uh, when we think uh, about the Shema, uh, what it starts off with, and if you can excuse me, we get to the text, but it, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And then it goes into verse 5. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength. The important uh, part, the most important part, is the hear, O Israel. That's where Shema comes from. And what I love about this question, or I would say is the most important question for apprentices and those who follow Jesus, such as us, is are we hearing? I feel like Lent is a season of exposing, of preparation, uh, giving space for us to dive into parts of our being that uh, maybe have not we have not attended to. And, and the question is, within the Shema, hear, O Israel. And so I ask, each and every one of you, are you hearing? In this season, are you hearing what the Spirit of God is prompting you? Are you hearing what the Spirit of God is speaking to you? Because being a follower of Jesus is not just knowing the right things about Jesus. There, there was a a great movie that recently came out. Um, it was called Judas and the Black Messiah. And, and it was about Chairman Fred Hampton, and he was the chairman of the Black Panther Party in Chicago. And uh, I grew up watching documentaries about Fred Hampton. I grew up reading books and hearing stories. And, and he has these four famous words. And what was so powerful about Fred Hampton was that, one, how young he was, how much of a powerful orator he was, but also his fearlessness and how he was a, a model, how people followed him as if uh, he was a rabbi and a teacher. And I would say he was that. He taught, he led, he loved. 
But in this scene, uh, in the movie, or in one scene in the movie, uh, he just is released from jail, and he is uh, making a speech. And he says these powerful words, and it's not uh, just this one moment where he says these, but this is, these are his famous words. And he says, I am a revolutionary. And he keeps saying it, 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 and he keeps saying it. And the more he says it, the more people are standing up, and the more people are getting excited, and the more people are believing it. The more people are living it, the more people are being led out the door with this maybe uh, encouragement that they can be a revolutionary. And when I think about the words of Jesus, when I think about the hero of Israel, the Shema, how many times it was repeated. How many times, uh, if, if uh, for me personally, as I've had this rhythm, that I've walked out of my door in the morning, of course, with my great cup of coffee, and the new grinder my, my wife just got me, does a shout out. And I remember the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And I, I really came to believe that I'm not looking at getting to the next stage in this Lenten journey. Not getting to the next stage in my maturity as a follower of Jesus. But my hope is that I will be awakened. That, that parts of me will be awakened. That are settling for a narrative or settling for something that is less than the love of God living in the way of love. Here and now, it says it like this. He says, spiritual formation, I've come to believe, is not about steps or stages on the way to perfection. Come on, amen. Somebody can amen. It's about movements from the mind into the heart through prayer in many forms that connect us to God to, and to others into our truest selves. See, Henry Nouwen, one, I, I think he gets it, right? Any book of Henry Nouwen's that I read, I'm not walking away like, man, that was a waste of time. But he gets it. He gets it that, that the, the purpose is not just acumen or, or, or just acquiring son or tons of knowledge about God or about Jesus. But sometimes it just takes reading two verses over and over and over again. Sometimes it just takes hearing four words over and over and over again. That things continue to enrich our soul. That we uh, begin to be prepared uh, as some were prepared by Fred Hampton for revolution. We are prepared by Jesus, by the spirit of Jesus to receive resurrection. And parts of our life that maybe have lied dormant, that maybe uh, we have not wanted to touch, that maybe we were scared that the Spirit of God actually couldn't resurrect those parts.
of us. And I tell you today, the spirit of God can. That breakthrough can happen. That renewal and restoration can happen. And through this rhythm, there are a couple things that I've learned, and I just want to share those with you. I've been reminded, as I've repeated these prayers throughout my day, this prayer throughout my day, I've been reminded of the presence of God in my life. I've I've been reminded of the transcendence of God, that we worship a transcendent God. This is not a distant God. This is a God who is present in our very day, in our very spaces, and in our very lives. That God came down to be with us, and the Spirit of God does the same today. Allowing the scriptures to shape the narratives and scripts I live by. Through saying this prayer, uh, and by the way, this is not me telling you, you need to say the Shema. But this is me telling you that as, as you journey through Lent, do not waste this time. Do not waste this time. And my encouragement is that you create regular rhythms, whether it be a you going on walks, whether it be a you um, having the lull in your day, maybe just being silent for five to ten minutes. Maybe it is reading the Shema. Maybe it is contemplating scripture. Maybe it is just praying and simply saying, God, I'm here. But I've realized that this journey, this doesn't happen to us. But the here, O Israel, was was this very moment of, of not only listening as in having something go in one ear and not the other, or even listening and hearing and, and, and really digesting, but it was this moment of hearing that actually led to obedience. That as I repeat this, that I'm actually being led into the love of God, that I'm actually being led not only into the love of God, but through the love of God being obedient to the call of loving God and loving people. Now I get back to things I've learned. I've allowed this to shape the narratives and scripts I live by, as opposed to settling for the journeys and the scripts that are less than. What I mean by that is that actually scripture or the scriptures, the the idea and root word is this idea story and drama and narrative. We all have narratives and scripts we live by. Things that tell us maybe we're not good enough. Things that tell us maybe we think we're too good enough. Maybe things that tell us that we we are the problem, that we are too much, that we uh, are not not who we need to be. Those are stories and scripts that form and inform the way that you live. It informs the way that you look at the world, the way you look at others, the way you look at God. The story of the scriptures are there to encourage us that there's a better story. As we head to Easter, that there's a better story. That life and life in abundance is the better story. And then third, 
Am I listening to what the spirit is speaking to me? My hearing. Last but not least, I, am I moving in the way of love? You see, we practice from the place of love. We practice the way of Jesus from the place of love. And we move to love. Love is both the fuel for the vehicle and the to move to the destination in which we're headed. See, the Shema can keep God's love and loyalty in the forefront of our mind and drive us towards practicing in the way of obedience, not out of obligation, but out of love, and obedience to the call of loving God and loving people. And as I end, there's one more quote that I would love to give because Lent uh, reveals the humanity in us, reviews the, or, um, kind of reveals the vulnerability in us, review, reveals the, the good spaces in the uh, not so good spaces in us. And James Baldwin says this, Love takes off masks that we fear we cannot live without and know we cannot live within. I use the word love here not merely in the personal sense, but as a state of being or a state of grace. Not in the infantile American sense of being made, being made happy, but in the tough and universal of quest and daring and growth. Love is both the vehicle and the fuel we use to get to the destination, which is love. Love takes off masks that we fear we cannot live without, but know we cannot live within. Some of us in this season of Lent are, 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 are wanting to hear from the voice of God. Some of us are living stories and narratives and scripts that are less than the story and narrative of the gospel. I pray as you prepare to head to Easter that we would use this space that we have in the church calendar to be awakened to our humanity and be awakened to our need for the divine in our life, our need for resurrection. And I ask you, maybe you, sh you can think about this question this week. What has Jesus, or what is Jesus, inviting you into in this journey of following him? Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Gather, check out our website at gatherhouston.org or visit us on Sunday at 10 a.m.